When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here we go! There's only four words. This is something, something Bronco. This one's for Pat! Let's go! Guy gets the smell of the There's only one person that carries the ball right here! Tim Tebow back in the system. Oh, my God. Featuring Mike DeSico. And Jess Place. And Jess Place. Let's go, son! Let's go! Welcome to Something Something Broncos. Oh my god, oh my god. Hello everybody, and thank you for listening to a very, very awesome post-game something something Broncos joining me tonight celebrating the Broncos victory over the Kansas City Chiefs for the first time since 2015 is Tim Lynch and Christopher Hart. Guys, last time we beat the Chiefs, my son was three years old. Today, he's 11. It's been a while. (laughs) Yeah, I actually celebrated with my dog and I was looking, I was like, you weren't even alive the last time the Broncos beat the Chiefs, so you have no idea why I'm so happy right now. Yeah, he, he was just looking at me like, I was a crazy person, but he was into it. Yeah, it, it was a great victory. You know, Tim predicted it, that we were going to beat the Chiefs, and whether or not this changes the tune of how the Broncos operate at the trade deadline, or if it maybe changes their trajectory of the season, we don't know. But we can finally just all be happy as fans, all of Broncos country. The monkey is off the bat. Eight years of losing to the Chiefs is over. We've got a one-game winning streak against them. Life is good right now. It's it's good to be a Broncos fan. Uh, a, a big win, probably their biggest win in years. So I'm excited. I have to say, Mike got the score prediction almost perfect, except he got the team wrong. He said Chiefs 24, Broncos 10. It was the it was about the the opposite, you know. Um, but I think Ross and I are the only ones who predicted a Broncos win. I just did it because I was sick and tired of the Chiefs winning, and I figure all streaks come to an end, so I might as well start just predicting Broncos wins every time they play the Chiefs. And it happened the first time I did that. So maybe I should have done it years ago. Maybe it was all my fault that they've been losing this whole time. You could just tell early on that there was just something different about the defense. They they were playing with passion that I hadn't seen from them in a while. And I don't know what pregame speech was made, but it worked. And, you know, the offense was the same offense we've seen all year where they, they they're kind of really good early when they're on script. And then they're just like freaking Moses wandering the desert for three and a half quarters, but you know, they, they were able to get another touchdown uh, later in the game. And then um, it just the defense, every time you felt like, okay, here we go. It's going to turn. The chiefs are coming back. The defense said, no, no, it's not happening today. And gosh, man, to, to, I can't put into words how crazy it is that this defense a month ago gave up 10 touchdowns in a single game. And here we are today. And they just shut down Patrick Mahomes and the chiefs all game long, nine points, three field goals. They only gave up one touchdown against them in the last time they played two weeks ago. I mean, this defense has made a complete turnaround. It's amazing. So I don't know. What what, what did you think, Chris? Uh, yeah, the, like you said, the defense set the tone early and often. 
with their performance today. It's, you know, been forever since we beat the Chiefs. And we watch a lot of NFL games just as a whole, just not the Broncos. But I don't think I've seen Patrick Mahomes look this bad in a long time. I mean, the defense got four turnovers. Ever. He's never looked this bad. This was like, a. this was great. This was like a first time in a long time. Ever. Yeah, it's it's it, man, that's special. And Tibbs absolutely right. You know, at the beginning of the year, it was the, the narrative was like Vance Joseph's got to go. Like three games into the season, we're like, we're already done. We're sick of this guy. And, and then Miami dropped like seventy on him. And the but honestly, the past four weeks, that unit has probably been the strength of the team. It's gotten them close enough to win games, even on Thursday night football several weeks ago when we lost to the Chiefs. The defense put them in a position to win. And finally today, you know, that special teams turnover late in the game helped. But yeah, it just feels good to, to see the Chiefs uh, lose to the Broncos finally. And it, it was a great effort uh, by Vance's guys. Everyone has played well on that side of the ball. The young pass rushers got after it. Baron Browning looked phenomenal today. Uh, Fabian Moreau, you know, uh, replacing Damari Mathis on the outside opposite of Sertan. He, I mean, he was good all game long, too. Uh, they played arguably the best defensive performance we've probably seen from the Broncos since maybe the Super Bowl 50 area on, on some of those defenses. I mean, it was just a great game. Holding the Chiefs to nine points is special. I mean, it just wasn't a win. I mean, for the, for the most part, it was a beatdown. It was a beatdown. The, the Mahomes was running for his life. That team looked frustrated. Uh, and to see Travis Kelsey on the sideline just kind of groaning and whimpering, and those guys were gassed. Like, it's been forever, so I'm stoked. Uh, I'm super happy. Well, no, it was editing. exciting to see. <laughs> Holy cow. The the Broncos uh, scored points, uh, and most importantly, they stopped the Chiefs from scoring points. That's kind of a new thing. I, like, I'd like to see some more of that. Watching this team play football uh, tonight was a lot of fun. I, I haven't I haven't hooted and hollered and cheered and gotten excited and and jumped up and down and screamed like that in I don't know eight years. Listen, listen. This is how bad it is in my household. My wife had to come in and ask me if the the hooting and hollering was because they were winning or because they were losing because I was talking about getting a quarterback a few weeks ago and losing every game because I was so mad. So that's how bad. It got in my household. She didn't know if they were winning or losing because I was happy. It was like, that's at the end of the day, I want them to win. You know, I only get happy out of pure sadness and anger and just, you know, misery. Last Monday, I, I rode a horse tracks and I was, I, it was kind of different for me. It was very, it was, I was trying to be positive for uh, <laughs> the first time in a long time. And I was like, you know what? Let's beat the chiefs. We can beat teams that don't matter. Like, the Bears and Green Bay, but let's let's beat a team that does matter. Like if we're gonna if we're gonna burn our draft position, like let's let's set it on fire and and go for it. And you know I, I am bummed uh, that you know we're, the Caleb Williams lottery is now that much further away. But it was nice to see us play competitive football for the first time in a long time. I went I went back through. So the Broncos haven't won more than seven games since 2016, right? So I went back through and looked at all their wins from 2017 to, to, to today, and they don't really have a marquee win against any good team. They're all wins against other dumpster fire franchises that we just happened to play that year. And I know they beat the, the 49ers last year, 11 to 10, but really, are we going to call that like, whoa, that's, that's, a, that's the turnaround we're looking for. That you know, wasn't that the statement win that we needed. <laughs> 
No. This was the biggest win the Broncos have had since Super Bowl 50, pretty much. Absolutely. You know, and, and it's 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 one of those things that it was propelled by that defense, but it was also that offensive line played a great game today, being physical in the trenches. And in the running game, especially, they dominated on the ground. They I, dominated the running game. And I was, I mean, they topped 150 yards. Uh, Javante Williams looked pretty darn good. Uh, it, it, that was nice to see. I would say that if it was third down, the offensive line sucked. That is all I'm going to say. Oh, uh, I would just disagree and say that I think on a couple of those throws, Russ held the ball too long. But yeah, the Chiefs, the Chiefs got some some pressure, but for the most part, that that unit won today. Yeah, on, on the ground for sure. Uh, you said they had over 150 yards, even after losing like 10 yards on the last two plays. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was around that. I'm not going to count that against them. I mean, I mean, I mean the, the, it the running game did enough today to only have Russ throw like 19 or 20 times. Uh, I mean, that's a winning formula. I don't, yeah. know, I don't, even, I don't even care. Yeah, if, if Sean Payton can get Russell Wilson in that offense, just capitalize a bit more in the red zone, do better on third down, the, this running game is good enough to be paired with a defense like we've been seeing the past four weeks and win some serious games. It's just, uh, unfortunately, I, I mean, I don't like to talk about warts from today's game, but Wilson's fumble was bad, and he, he made some bad decisions in the past game and hung on to the ball too long. But, uh, you know, overall, having a strong defense and, and a good rushing game is, uh, I think, is going to be the recipe that Denver builds upon during the bye week and moving forward to help Russ and the offense be more efficient. You know, Joining us now on the Fans First Sports Hotline, Lori Lattimore Volkman. Lori, the Broncos just beat the Chiefs. How do you feel? Feel amazing. I feel like the defense just really came out to win that game today. All the, you know, I know Patrick Mahomes is supposedly under the weather. Whatever he, you know, we we pressured him. We got interceptions. Like they they caught the balls that were the missed balls. Like all the things that sometimes just we just kind of don't quite do enough of to to really beat the Chiefs. We did today. And then the offense, you know, even though it stalled a little bit, for the most part, they, you know, they came to play. Those Guess touchdown somebody... passes were amazing. The run game was good. It, the special teams, oh, my gosh. So it's, it's fun to watch a game where you don't feel like you got away with the win. You feel like you actually went out there and won the game, and they did. Yeah, I, w- I wanted to ask you, guess how many points the Chiefs scored in the second half? Zero. Yeah. Isn't that good? That's so awesome. They I mean, only had the ball amazing. one time in the third quarter. I know. Yeah. It's... For and like three it. minutes. That was it. Seven plays. Yeah, there don't give seven... the other team the ball and we're going to win. That's all we have to do. Other team doesn't get the ball, we win. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with that. I mean, Russell Wilson had 114 yards passing and they scored 24 points. So yeah. I like it. Yeah. Well, in his, in his defense, all of his passes, except for like three, were for, to behind the line of scrimmage. And those three yeah. passes that he threw beyond the line of scrimmage were touchdown passes, so it really worked yes, out for him. <laughs> yes, they were. Those, those screenplays, we've—I hate them. We are not good at them. We have got to stop doing them. I don't know. I don't know why we do. We, I don't. I, you know, I, I'll be honest. Anything that's not a screenplay is often a, not a good play. I don't. I don't. You know, I—I I don't want to trash Russell Wilson because he just won the game, but he—he he doesn't look like a very good quarterback. I—I I think. You know, the Broncos have won three of their last five games now. You know, they, they're clearly turning things around. Um, but bef- 
during the three-game losing streak to start the season, Wilson had his only two 300-yard passing games. Since then, on winning three of the last five, he threw for 223, then 196, then 95, then 194 and 114. It's clear that the identity of this football team is shifting towards the two-headed beast that is Javante Williams and Jaleel McLaughlin. And I'm okay As it with should. That. They're, yeah. it, I'm, I'm surprised it's taken this long. Exactly, Jess. That's what I was going to say. I mean, Peyton, Sean Payton has been talking about that, I mean, since the offseason. And it was always frustrating that it seemed like we gave up on the run. I mean, I realize sometimes we had to pass to, you know, because we're behind. But still, I think I think even the coaching staff finally figured out that we can do this. We can run the ball and we need to. Right. And I, I think some of it is, you know, now we're eight games into the season, but when you have young players, obviously Javante Williams was just coming back from an injury. You know, Samaje Perrine, uh, just a good player in Cincinnati or whatnot, hadn't been in Peyton's offense before. And Julio McLaughlin, prolific uh, collegiate runner, uh, had never been in the NFL before. So it just probably took some time for that room to mesh and for Sean Payton and the offensive coaches to look over the film and be like, hey, these are good scenarios to use these guys in. Um, we'll have set plays for each of them. And, you know, they've been leaning on those guys a lot the past few weeks. And I think that establishing the identity offensively that way seems to be the preference as opposed to letting Russell Wilson throw it 30, 35 times a game. Uh, and, and, and one thing, it's also mitigating some of those pass protection issues that they've had by just running the ball more so. Yeah, it's it's interesting to see this dynamic or whatnot. But the good thing is, is you know, regardless of what ha- happens with Wilson after this season, uh, having a running game like this is good for whoever the Broncos quarterback will be. You know, the next few years, so it, it's good to see. Uh, running's always been a a great part of the Broncos since I've been a fan since Mike Shanahan onward. So it's really nice to see that that's continuing under Sean Payton, and they've got that. Uh, portion of the offense going i mean i i want to go even further and start talking positivity there's a a really interesting scenario where the broncos could claw their way back to 500 by the first week of december you know they they obviously play at the bills uh monday night football after the bye week so that's going to be tough but they got the Kirk cousins not playing anymore in minnesota because of the achilles heel so they got the vikings at home the browns are a feisty team that they're going to be a tough one but that's at home then they're at the Texans. I don't think, you know, the Texans have been playing well, but they're not, you know, they're World probably leaders. around they're probably the same same area as the Broncos. I mean, those are all three winnable games, you know. And they then the Chargers six and twice, six. New England and the Raiders. Like they we've got beat, they just beat the best team in the league besides the Eagles. I mean, like literally they yeah. played down to some opponents. And I mean, honestly, I don't like swearing, but they shit the bed so bad early on in the season. I mean, we saw glimpses today of what this team can be when it's operating at high efficiency. And it wasn't so much in the passing game, but in other phases. I mean, I didn't think the Vikings game would be winnable, but now Cousins is done for the year and they're going to have Jaron Hall being quarterback. So we'll see how that goes. The Bills haven't been playing well. I mean, if they beat the Chiefs, it's proof that they can beat other teams in the league any given Sunday. Well, if it gives us hope, and we've been pretty dour, if it gives us hope, imagine what it's doing for that team. Like, they just came out and beat, you know, the granddaddy monster of them all. And what if if all of a sudden they start believing that they can put one and one together and make two, and then put two and two together and make four? And then, you know, 
today yeah, today the, the Chiefs, tomorrow the world. I mean, yeah, and that's what Sean Payton had talked to, you know, talking about Albert O early in the offseason, like just doing little things right, like getting a sense of accomplishment um, and building confidence. And, man, just on a side note to all this, I guess that locker room has got to be bumping right now. They've got to be so happy, and I'm happy for the players, and I'm happy for the coaches. You know, it's just one of those things that this sort of confidence can start breeding that winning culture that they're trying to establish. I mean, they just, I mean, what this, you know, they, this well, is... it's a lot, it's a lot easier to sell a t- a, to the team that you could beat anybody when you literally just beat the, the defending Super Bowl champions. And you didn't just like squeeze by you, you, you freaking dominated them 24 yeah. to nine, five turnovers. I mean, how, how, as a player, how do you not believe you could go out there and beat any team ever any Sunday? So it is a, it could be a culture shifting win. Now, obviously we're super excited. Denver won, you know. Anything could happen, but be nice. Be nice to think about. <laughs> yeah, and, and and the cool thing is, is they've got, well, I mean, we don't know if this is going to impact their approach to the deadline, which is coming up on Halloween, but they've got this next week off. They get to enjoy this bye week. They get to soak this all in. And, you know, it's, it's we get to all soak it. We, we get to beat, we beat the Chiefs and we get to celebrate for a week. It's like Christmas. I, I kind of wish that we played next week. Like, I'd like to put it together again. Like, I don't know, a week off after oh. having so many years off. It's like, I think. <laughs> I know. Losses in a in way. A row. We'll soak up this one win for a week. All right. They deserve it. Go have a fun for a week and then come back <laughs> ready to play against the Bills. Right. On the flip side, it's just way better than going into this bye week with a loss. <laughs> I mean, you know. It's, it's a, there's no downside. If we had had, if we had the week, if we didn't have the week off, we get to gain some momentum. We have the week off. We have, we can enjoy it an extra week and rest up. And, and, and I, I, to piggyback on what you all were saying a minute ago, I think it's huge that this team feels confident now beating the chiefs. I mean, this is like the monkey on your back, right? We haven't beaten them 16 games and to get that win, not only are we beating the defending Super Bowl champs, and the best team in our division, we're beating a team that has beaten us down for how many years, eight years, six, you know, seven years, whatever. So it's a huge, it's a huge win, you know, by this team and they should absolutely be celebrating like crazy right now. All right, Tim, what are you going to do to celebrate this win? Um, You know, I, I wore my victory Monday shirt um, earlier this week because, you know, I, I didn't think that, that I'd be, be able to wear it this week um so now i'm thinking i might go wash it and wear it tomorrow <laughs> what about you chris how are you going to celebrate i think that since the weather is cold here now when it snowed and the broncos won i'm going to make some hot cocoa and put a little bit of fireball whiskey into it oh, there you a go good nightcap a good nightcap <laughs> for a, a well-deserved what are you going to do Ooh, i i'm going to do a dance <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Me, myself, uh, I'm told that we have company upstairs. I'm going to go avoid them. So um, (laughs) you have been listening to Something Something Broncos. I am Jess Place, not joined by Mike DeSico, but I have Tim Lynch, Christopher Hart, and Lori Letimer-Volkman, and we are all celebrating a Denver Bronco victory over the lowly Kansas City Chiefs. (laughs) Ha! Sit on it and spin, you dirtbags. (laughs) <laughs> Go, Broncos. Go Broncos. Let's ride. That's awesome. <laughs>